Wait, 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 wait. How old was she? Nine. <laughs> Grand New Year podcast. It's me and Matthew. Whee! Hello and welcome to the Nine Grand a Year podcast. I'm Aiden. And I am Matthew. And today we have a very special guest in the studio with us. It is Ryan. What is the crack? <laughs> what is the what crack? What is the crack? So Ryan obviously is a first year like us, and but unlike us, he's dropping out after how long? Two months? So how are you feeling about that, Ryan? I am absolutely chuffed beyond belief, man. <laughs> so um, we've got on the podcast today to just talk about maybe like his experiences with the course that he doesn't like, the fact he's dropping out, and some other random mental stuff that he's been up to recently. So Ryan, let's just talk about the course and why you're dropping out. Explain yourself. Well, to be honest, mate, it's, it, the simple way to put it is it's shite. <laughs> like, you have to get up early, which, yeah, I can live with that. But you have to go into these lecture halls and sit and listen to some ball bag talk shite all day. <laughs> like, it's Brilliant. effort and a half. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. It's not. Can you remind us what course you're doing? I was doing computer science. And what do you want to do as a job well, from that? I want to be a penetration tester. Is that what you tell the ladies? <laughs> it's a good pickup line. It's like, here... Oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an accountant. No, what about you? Oh, I'm a penetration tester. <laughs> Mind if I test you, look. <laughs> Brilliant. Jesus. Love that. So you're dropping out. What is the whole plan for dropping out then? Well, I'll say I want to be a penetration tester, so plan on getting an apprenticeship here, doing penetration testing, <laughs> in all sense of the word. Do you think you go to a strip club, you get a good good penetration testing job there? Damn straight. That sounds, that's good. If you have any referrals, mate, let me know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So also last week we um, talked about Ryan a little bit and about some of his experiences. He wasn't here. He was meant to be there, but now he's here for the second episode of the podcast. So we talked about your flat last week, Ryan. Can you tell us a bit about your um, flat experience and your house share experience? Oh, it's incredible. Um, how can I put it? Uh, I walked out of my room the other day. I went into the, the kitchen, which was a bombshell, to be fair. It was shite. Absolutely disgusting. They're pretty messy, aren't they? Oh, messy is an understatement. Like, we need to get Kim and Aggie, if you ever remember that show with the people <laughs> that clean the houses. We need to get them in there. But anyway, came out the, to the to the kitchen table, and some things just shouldn't be on the kitchen table. So I came out to one of, one of my roommates, um, unboxing um, a dildo and a butt plug <laughs> on, on, my, on my kitchen table. So I, I didn't really know what to say, so I just kind of went over, had a look at the dildo, and then... I kind of left. <laughs> Love that. So obviously Ryan is not from England because he is an immigrant from Ireland, aren't you, Ryan? Indeed I am. Tell us about, you know, where you're from, what life's like there, the big differences from here. Well, you can actually drive a car for a start. Fucking traffic over here is wild, let alone the speed cameras. <laughs> Ryan is a bit of a boy racer, lads, not going to lie to you, aren't you, Ryan? I love it. Completely love it. <laughs> he had to take his car home the other day and he was absolutely fuming. I mean, I was fucking crying on the boat. Eight hours on that boat, I had to wait with nothing. I didn't download anything. <laughs> and the Wi-Fi was shite. I literally slept on a seat looking like a hobo that day, for eight hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, obviously, last week we talked a bit about Freshers' Week and Freshers' experiences. You weren't here. What was Freshers' Week like for you? It was quite shite, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything I say just seemed, oh, it's shite, oh, it's shite. But it's true. <laughs> You're not loving life. The, the, like... I prefer going to nice bars and stuff like that, some cool places. Whereas everyone just brought me to the normal fucking nightclubs every everyone goes to. And see to be fair, like they're all shite. <laughs> they're just filled with dickheads. Like a good example of that was we we were in London there recently and went on a night out and just I was minding my own business, dancing, boogieing away. <laughs> and then I just get I just get attacked or molested <laughs> by some by some ugly ball bag down in London. Right, Ryan, I was drunk, it wasn't my fault, alright. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you nearly got in a fight in London, to be fair. We just came back from London. It's Tuesday now. We came back yesterday morning, early hours. And yeah, Ryan nearly got attacked by some See, boys. I've, I've got one of those faces. Like, it's good if I'm here on the podcast, you know, the radio atmosphere. Because <laughs> I haven't got a face for film. I've got a face for radio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've got one of those faces Same. that people look at. and Or even the back of my head now, because you didn't look at my face. But <laughs> they, they, ginger, they, mate. But they just look at me and just go... I want to fucking hit that cunt. <laughs> but I get, I get it. I understand because, like, I, I look at myself too, and I go, "Fuck, I need a good smacking." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, obviously, oh fresh sweet Ryan, did you get drunk mega? Because you don't really drink much, but when you like, do, the first night, the first night I was at uni, like, I, I'm not a big drinker. I love sitting down with a wee glass of whiskey or whatever, get a wee bit tipsy and go to sleep. That's my idea. That's, it, That's just chill. But I was on, I was on the, the Stella. You know, I was being a wife beater that night, so. <laughs> A drunk, did you ever get those, like, I think it's like a pint and a bit Stella, like, in the bottles? It's like three quid or whatever for a bottle. Yeah. I had, I think I had four of them, and I don't know what it is, but I've come to realise from past experiences, and now this one, that Stella is like no other beer. It's fucking <laughs> rocket fuel. <laughs> so, I'd locked my door first night at uni, you know. I, I was a bit cautious, being, being careful. But when I came back up the stairs, I was at a, a wee party, there was only three of us. Quite eventful, my, my dad. Uh, what happened to the party, Ryan? Uh, we'll, we'll get that in a wee minute. So, well, <laughs> well, I went up the stairs, or the lift even, and I barely made it to my room. But when I did, it took me 45 minutes sitting on the floor outside my room. Just, I couldn't put the key in the door. It's not that I couldn't unlock the door. I just couldn't put the key in the door. So you couldn't get in the hole, basically. Is what you're, you're saying I was to me. dying for a piss. I mean, dying. And because it was the first night and I moved in a bit early, nobody else had moved in. So I kind of broke in everyone else's toilets while I was at it. <laughs> Brilliant. Jesus. But yes, so what happened down in that other, or down in the, the flat below, as I would call it, a few, fl- fl- few can't talk, a few floors down, and we were all just chilling. It was me, two other blokes, and this girl. I'm not naming any names. But what happened here was, I was on the Stella, you know, oh, getting getting blocked. It was great. And then this girl, she just, she just came on to me. So we, were, we were just sitting there, you know, there's a few other blokes. We're all just sitting on the sofas, and I'm just... Kissing this girl, having a good time. It was all right. It was good. It was all right. And then she just stopped. And I was like, oh, dead on. So I was having a wee drink again. And then it was like a circle. <laughs> she just, just went round. A few, a few of us. Matt, I didn't know your mum came down for Freshers Week. <laughs> was that your mum? <laughs> Fucking lovely girl she was. <laughs> My lovely girl. Apparently, yeah. Right. So the first time I met Ryan, though, because Ryan had this whole night with Estella, the first day of uni, which was the Sunday he moved in. And then I moved in on the Monday. So the first time I ever saw Ryan... I walked into this flat with a few other people I just met, and he was in a trolley with a colostomy bag full of, what was it? Porn star martini. Porn star martini. <laughs> if if you he, haven't tried it, oh my God, it is God tier stuff. And he was in a trolley with porn star martini in a colostomy bag getting poured into his mouth, and he got pushed <laughs> into the lift, put onto the ground floor, and apparently one of the security guards opened the lift with you in it. No, I was chucked out into the, into the, into the reception. He was looking at me a bit funny, like, I don't know why, like, I was just a normal bloke covered in porn star martini in a trolley in reception. <laughs> That's my introduction to Ryan. It was the first thing I ever filmed at uni, it was just you in a trolley. Absolutely. You spill it all down you, you were, like, an absolute mess, and it was only, like, 8 o'clock in the evening, if that. Class. Love it. So anyway, Ryan did mention briefly there about these bars he rather goes to than nightclubs, and something we've definitely done while I've been at uni is go to a lot of cool bars, such as there's a ping pong bar we go to, there's this, like... Yep. What other one? There's what other cool well, bar. Oh, don't well. forget the porn bar. Oh, the porn bar. Right, well, it's not really... Like, <laughs> it sounds worse than it is, right? It is, right. I'll, I'll explain it. I, I got this. <laughs> you walk down these stairs, down into this place, and your eyes just open up. It's like you're in a whole new world. 
can you imagine 70s porn all over the walls like, like that's, that's what their like decor is like can you imagine walking in and there's just hairy fannies over here <laughs> fucking <laughs> be- be- bearded blokes over there you know the 70s it's all about the hair it's all about the bush and it, it's not like it's a good atmosphere you've got these wee phones that you can ring from the, f- the table to get a, a drink ordered to you and above your head there's usually these wee old fashioned TVs playing 70s porn like what more do you want you take a girl there you have a few <laughs> drinks watch some porn brilliant bang it first like that Jesus Christ <laughs> It's a, it's a good spot. Like it is a good spot to be. At. The first time we went there, though, we were told about it by your, your cousin. And this is just a dodgy black <laughs> door in the middle of an like. A, oh, in fairness, we goes like up to. He goes, "Oh yeah, share my day." He goes, "You sure you want to come in here?" We're like, "Yeah." Is it just, just you two? He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, that was the scariest walk down them stairs I've ever <laughs> the had. Because yeah, when you walk down the stairs, there's like LED lights saying like XXX and stuff. So it looks like you're walking. Into, like, it was like live brothel. rooms and shit. I've or not something. been to this place before. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take, take you. you. It's good. <laughs> Right. It was a dodgy <laughs> nine grand a year podcast out in nine grand a year out on tour. See, I, I love all like the wee the wee shady bars. Like, uh, there's another cool bar. Like, this one's one's really cool. It's down a wee alleyway in a, in a doorway that looks dodgy as fuck. But you walk down, and it's just these hidden arcade machines and pool oh, tables. That's sick. Yeah, we went there. And it's just a sick place. Like, see everyone else. Oh mate, let's go to fucking forty twos and get absolutely. Well, you don't don't hit on forty twos. Forty twos is a banging nightclub, Ryan. As yeah, far as nightclub goes, forty twos is the best one. It's shite. Ah, but anyway, like it's, it's better. Indian enough, mate. Like if you can't play Mortal Kombat or something like that, are you really, you know? Yeah. To be fair, these cool bars. We all have, man. They are really sick bars. But Ryan also went on a few excursions to different bars and um, clubs. You could say venues. Different yeah, venues. different venues recently. And um, I I got him to agree to come to the podcast, and he said he would tell this story. So um, Ryan, why don't you tell us the story of the other week? What you got up to? Right. Well. It, I, I'm, I'm warning you now, it's, it's a bit different. Nan, it's a good time to just, you know, go make a cup of tea, something like that. Now, there's no judgment here. I was being a good friend. I was supporting a friend in need. I'm going to sit back and relax for this story. So, Shut yourselves in, lads. It all started like this. I have a friend, and he was having trouble with, with, his, with his woman. So he, he, he's now single, sadly. And he came to visit me over here in Manchester, which was good crack. Had a had a blast had a, had a good time <laughs> I'm sure he did <laughs> sure went out with a bang but like <laughs> <laughs> right so he came over and we were all bored and I'm not naming any names so we're just we were all we were bored shitless everyone was like oh you coming out to this club you coming out to that nah pure shite so we were bored and we decided right where can we go that's different so I suggest oh fuck it let's go to like a strip club or something bit of crack so we came to the conclusion we settled on what we know now as a swingers club. So for all of you that don't know, a swingers club is where generally couples will swap their partners and engage in intercourse with other people. <laughs> this so, is sex ed. Edu- we're in- educating oh the God. children here, right? So we went to this place, really, really shady. Like, I mean, it was shady, but it was really cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was, a, it was, like, I'd go back. It was class. <laughs> but this is how it went down. We went in, you know, Showed her IDs, all that there, you know, we had to pay our way in, all that there, blah, oh, it blah, It was blah. 50 quid, wasn't it? Mate, fu- that was a fucking expensive night, I can tell you. But it was 50 quid. Oh, 50, yeah, that's for your membership, right? That, that's so a 50 membership. 50 quid for the first time you go, that's 25 quid every time. Aye. And women go free. Women go free. So. You hear that, women? Yeah. Get, get in there. <laughs> Jeez. But, uh, right. Christ. So, and you were like, that's fine. Mate, I was helping a friend in need here. Mate, Fucking this is the thing, right? Hell. I wasn't there. Me and like some people have gone to like the Christmas market, and we just didn't hear from Ryan for like seven hours. 
Because they made you put your phone in like a lockbox, didn't they? Yeah, so right, this is how I went down. We went in, and the guy handed us two towels, so one one for my mate and one for me. And he said, no, you have to go up and get changed. You just have to be completely bollock naked, which I was like, right, dead on. You know, I'll wrap a wee towel around myself, <laughs> not covering much, you know what I mean? And we came back down the stairs, both of us bollock naked with our wee towels wrapped around. Which was actually, it was quite good, not gonna lie. It was, it was decent, it was a good temperature in there. So <laughs> you like walking some like fucking Budapest baths or some shit. Oh, here, incredible. Like I'll get on to more <laughs> stories in a minute. But so we came down, the guy saying, Now look, you've got you know, we've got the spa, you've got the jacuzzi, the sauna down there, there's a wee pool table there, showed us around there's a few private rooms if you're feeling horny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hear uh, that man? <laughs> yeah, you had fucking lube and tissues and all in there waiting on you. <laughs> Fuck mad sense. shit. Right, so Anyway, great customer service. Me and my mate, we got in the jacuzzi, so you know, I got him to look one way, I looked another, got in there, got the jets going, balls dangling, life was good. <laughs> and we were just sitting, relaxing, just chilling in this jacuzzi. Like, honestly, life was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was it was good stuff. And then we got into the sauna, chilling there. Fuck, nothing's better. Like, see the Germans, the way they do, like, nude spas and saunas. I'll get on to that in a minute, but that's, that's class. Brian's life is a lot more exciting than mine. Yeah, so and mine. We were chilling there, just... Just, be, just being normal, nothing weird going on. Just, just two, being, just sat in a hot tub with our bollocks out. I just two, <laughs> two, two, two blokes, you know. Two dudes sitting in a hot tub, five feet apart because they're not gay. Absolutely Exactly. So throughout the night, more people came, you know, which I thought, like, I was expecting a different kind of people, but they, they were all really sound, really nice, genuine people. So How old were they? They were probably about between the ages of 20 and about 50. So right, like okay. a, a widespread. A, a wide variety. <laughs> Someone has a widespread. <laughs> So we were all just chilling, like playing pool, having a laugh, like gen- <laughs> just it was signed. It was good crack. Then the people who own the place, lovely people, decided to order in pizza for everybody. So we were all getting free pizza, and honestly, like that, that was good stuff. You know, went out, had a few slices of pizza, chilling, cock oh, swinging. Oh, oh, oh I cock dangling. It was great. <laughs> but then I, I had the pizza, and you know, I was like, fuck it, right, I'm back into the sauna. You know, Do I've you been- have a meat feast, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> a meat feet's pizza. Hold, hold on a minute. Right, you're, you're jumping the gun here. <laughs> so I then went and sat back in the in the, in the sauna, was chilling, you know, oh, what am I doing with my life? Eating pizza in a nude swingers club. <laughs> Different. Oh, well, I suppose it's it's interesting. I got out of the sauna about 10 minutes later and I noticed it was like a ghost town, I'd say. There was fucking nobody about. Like, I mean, not a sinner. Like, if I went to play pool, I'd be playing by myself and that's just <laughs> fucking grim. Wait, where's your friend got at this point? Oh, no, I'm getting that there, don't you worry okay. about it. <laughs> So I start walking, I, w- I walk down the, down the hallway and the girl at the desk says, oh, you better get up there. And I was like, all right, okay, <laughs> right, dead on. One, one what's going on up here, fucking playing like Twister or something. <laughs> so I start... <laughs> playing Twister. I started, I started walking up the stairs and to be honest, I really wish we were playing Twister <laughs> because I walk up at eye level and just, I don't even know how to put this. It was just, it was just cocks. At my eye level, for the, all I could see was cocks, <laughs> and one of them was my friend's cock, which I, I did not look at. I did not see. Thank yeah, God, yeah. it was it was there. But you know, I, I trained my eyes not to look. But what I was witnessing was a I think it was about a, between a seven and nine person gangbang <laughs> on this one woman who we'd been previously having a lovely conversation Wait. with. Lovely woman. So she was <laughs> lying on she was lying on the floor. You know. Baps out, legs in the air, <laughs> fucking two, two like, like a Christmas turkey. <laughs> three blokes around the mouth, fucking two down the fanny, one around the backside, and the husband <laughs> holding her hand. Christ. It was all over the place. Fucking 
So I'm standing there at the side, fucking going right on, mate. Fucking doing good. <laughs> fucking God, son. Cheering. You know, I, I so was, proud of you. I was supporting him, you know. Being supporting a, him. Being a good Wait, where friend. Where was he? Oh, he? He was at the mouth, mate. He was at the mouth, right. So I was then just standing by, relaxing, just loving life. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoying the free HD porn that I was witnessing. <laughs> Can you imagine? His mate like just stood there, right? You're, you're in the middle of a gangbang. It's a bit weird. And you just see Ryan's face. Like, oh, right Wait. on, mate. Go on, son. Just so, stood there by the side so, of a gangbang. So I was standing there, and you know things were, were escalating. So I fucking ran myself down the stairs. And I went up to the wee fucking woman at the desk. And she, she gave me some condoms. So I run, my, I run myself <laughs> back up. And because I thought I, you know better be safe, you know you need, you need to be safe in these situations. Wrap up, so I, th- I threw the, the condoms over this <laughs> this this girl's husband, over onto my mate's lap, and the husband's looking at me and him going, "What, what the fuck's going on here?" But anyway, every everyone got Johnnyed up at that point, and fucking things started <laughs> escalating quickly. By God, I've never seen these things before. Like this was mad. I'm telling you. <laughs> This girl was getting pounded from all sorts of directions. I'm honest. You never, you don't think about it. Like if you see this in a video, you're like, oh, that's, that's interesting. See when you see it in real life, it's a fucking whole different ball game. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, then a- after her, game. after her getting pounded by at least four different blokes, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not being a racist, but, but this black guy came in, and and what they say is true. This man was hung like a donkey. This man was fucking <laughs> massive. He comes in, and. Before his before his member even even touched this woman, she was already going. She was already fucking having one, and he he gave it a fur go. He ripped a few condoms. I mean, fuck fur go. This guy was fucking. He was an animal. He was mad, and he was it, like. The sex drive on that man, fucking hell! Just to so, remind you, all this um, get broadcast on the student radio station, Utter Radio. <laughs> so I was in, I was in standing by, you know, just kind of. I didn't know what to do at that point. I didn't know should, should I leave, should I stand. Like I, I didn't have a clue what to be at. But anyway, my friend kept going. You know, it came nearly his time, and <laughs> nearly his time. <laughs> he ended up um, he, he jizzed on her back, <laughs> <laughs> and then some, and then, and then whilst he was jizzing on her back, some old guy's aim was a bit off. <laughs> and I think he jizzed on his leg, but what his own leg or your mate's leg? My mate's leg. <laughs> oh god! Oh, old man's dusty oh, old seat yeah. all over his leg. Yeah, but anyway, my mate was done. You know, I I said to him, "Look, mate, well done." He he was then leaving, and as he was leaving, well you know, done. <laughs> what, what were, just what were you doing at this point? Were you just stood there, were you naked, stood, just watching? Yeah. Mate, mate, I was stood in the corner, like oh, he was being a bit of a cuck in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was standing there. I was like, "What oh, what do I do at this point?" Like my mate's in the corner doing bits and I'm fucking standing here it's like oh it was mad but like <laughs> I bet you wish you gave a little poke now just say you're in a you should have I should have I should have went up in there and just just, just did, up, did bits just to say here mate I've been in a gangbang <laughs> it's sad. You, it's, I but think no, it's weirded no, the fact you just watched I, but, oh it is it's fuck, it is fucking but mate you were there you have I, to I wasn't there <laughs> don't say I was there I am not this mate in question no. by the way if I was I'd be telling this is my story thank you very much but no, no what I meant with the same was like if you were there it it's like it was so weird and so out of my comfort zone. It was really hot. I didn't know what to do. But to be fair, there was the the, the woman in question who was it was she was a good looking woman. So you know, as long as I diverted my eyes from the multiple cocks in the area, <laughs> like it was all right. Um, yeah. So my mate got jizzed on. Some loads of guys started fucking jizzing all over this woman, and it was a fucking weird experience to say the least. So I then dander down the stairs to find my mate. I'm pretty sure he's mortified with himself. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like post-point clarity. It's like, once you do these things, you know, fuck. <laughs> Grim. But yeah, all I can say is, if you ever get a chance to go to a swingers club, fucking do it, mate. Why not? <laughs> right, from my point of view, though, right, this story just gets 
a lot more mental for the fact that, yeah, we went out. We didn't hear from him for like seven hours. I was like, I think it could be dead. I thought, oh, I might have got it for an early night, gone for a nap with his mate or something. And then I finally get a message from him at like one in the morning. I was like, oh, mate, where have you been? He goes, it's been a long night. I'm like, all right, what happened? He's like, it's been a long night. I'll see you in a bit. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's happened? Is he even like, <laughs> has he been attacked or something? So he finally gets back and then I open the door to like say hello and he's going to his flat with his mate. And then they're just, his mate was eyes to the ground, not looking up. Looked like, like he just ashamed. like. He just like like he's seen a ghost or something. Like, and then didn't he go throw up or something after that? I think yeah. I think he was a bit. Uneasy. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> like it, it, it's like it's one of those things. It's a life experience, but it's a bit different. <laughs> but like, what, what, like I thought it was class. See the nude spa, but like, my God, you, if you haven't experienced it, like skinny dipping. Mm. Oh, yeah. But no, like Wait, if, I'm just saying, I've done that, mum. Like in Germany, like s- like see going to spas in Germany, like it's just yeah. their culture to be naked, like in a non-sexual way. It's just. It's just chill. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I love the spa. Like, the spa bit was great. Oh, there was one bit I didn't like, actually. I was oh. at, my mate left to play some pool with these uh, people, and some bloke got in a jacuzzi while I was there. And I ended up, he sat on, like, the top of the jacuzzi and just started wiggling with his dick. I'm like, what the fuck's this bloke doing in the jacuzzi? I'm like, I'm trying to sit here and chill with my fucking... I was not, like, in the uptop, not in the hot tub, mate. You'll, you'll, plug, you'll, you'll chow up the pipes. No. I, mean, I, I was driving, you see, so I was on I was on a wee uh, coke at the time. Right, so. I don't think it was the bubbles floating around in the hot tub, not going to lie to you. Oh, here, don't be telling me that. I'll have a fucking nightmare. <laughs> when he told me this story for the first time, though, like after like... Oh, I mean, you were, you were crying. Yeah, right. They brought in... The way I was first told is that they both walked up the stairs and they saw this together. And then it's just an almost shame... His mate just looks at me and goes, mate, I was in the gangbang. <laughs> mate, what do you think my face was like when I was walking up the stairs and just w- not knowing I what I don't know what expect. his face was when he just sees your head slowly rise up the stairwell <laughs> and just sees, I couldn't imagine much. If like, Imagine being mid-stroke, just looking up and just seeing Ryan like, what's on, lad? Good job. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, if that was me and my mate came to support me, you know, I'd give came it my to all. to support me. <laughs> mate, I'd give it my all. I'd be going fucking harder than before. Did he um, end up Getting in it though? Did he end up? Did he even piping? get inside? No, I think he he just stuck to the to the oral area. The oral area. <laughs> the one bit you missed out, which I have to say, just I think it's hilarious. Is like after he did it on her back, after he left his sort of mark, <laughs> he walked off in shame. She just goes, "Bastard, didn't even clean up." <laughs> to be fair, like you can't you can't jizz on a woman's back and not clean it up. Like if you jizz on her chest, you know at least then. She can clean it up. <laughs> but, like, she can't reach it. You know, have you ever tried, like, when you're washing your back? Fuck, that's difficult. You need to get one of them big, long stick things. Like the the, the, the sponges that go, yeah. I'm just picturing like this woman, like, trying to, like, scratch her back, but I'm trying to wipe it. Like, I can't get it. Oh, her husband did it for her. It's fine. Oh, a lovely man. But um, <laughs> I've got a list of, like, topics and things and stories I know Ryan has on my phone. And literally, when you read it out, it's just absolute madness. So that's gangbang, like, scratched off the list. Oh, God. Um, I think a good transition would be uh, another story you told me about Another instant where he went to an air, a club or a bar with naked ladies about. And that time it was in London, Ryan. Tell me about your little London club experience. Oh, well, if, um, I've, I've been to a few places, you know. was down in London and, yeah, it was, it was good. And went to some illegal underground raves, which was, I have to say, not my cup of tea. Um, what was the rave like? Well, again, I'm not being racist. I'm just explaining this at how it was. We, it was it was held by a black gang in Shoreditch, I think near Bethnal Green, in around there. It's, it's a dodgy part of London, to my knowledge. As I say, I'm not from there. And it, man at the gate was this big, massive bloke. Like I mean, he was huge. You know, with a wee chain, a wee lock <laughs> key, and a wee lock. He opens it's like this, the rock. 
I mean, he was probably about twice the size. <laughs> the fucking boulder. And then, so we, he opens up this gate and locks it behind us, and we have to walk through, like, this abandoned building. And don't forget, we had just been sold wristbands by some wee dodgy bloke at the side How of a street much? corner. I think 10 quid or whatever. Can't park it. This was, my, this was my mate's idea, you know, I, I, right. I saw the, this dodginess from miles away, but, you know, they were a bit daft, not gonna lie. Anyway, walk in, and, like, do you know the way when you go to a bar, and you go, oh, mate, can I have a pint of Guinness, please? This wasn't that kind of bar. <laughs> you walk up, and you go, here, mate, can I have uh, two lines of that there, Coke, some MD, please, and some of that LSD as well on the side. And, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And th- this was just normal. They were like, oh, yeah, mate, dead on. It's a riot. So I, fuck, I was standing here going, well, I'm going to die. Like, what, what, has, what has my life come to? Like, the pe- honestly, the people in this place, it was, it was mad. So I left and got a wee Uber by myself uh, as a wee loner because my mates were loving their lives in this dodgy-looking, weird place. They did survive, by the way, just to let you know. <laughs> they never, never saw one again. Somehow. Fuck, I don't know how they did. I, I would have been killed. Like, the story about people like get, like trying to fight me in nightclubs when I'm doing nothing wrong, fuck, if they tried to fight me there, they would have fucking shoved a knife up my hole. <laughs> But, uh, but anyway, so I left feeling sorry for myself. You know, everyone was having a good time in this dodgy place and I was a wee loner and hating everything because it was shite. So I decided I was going to go and get a massage. So I went and got a fucking banging massage. Great. What time is this? This was at like one in the morning. Right. What sort of massage was it, Ryan? Oh, it was a titty massage. <laughs> I saw you try to gloss over that. Like, So what, explain to like my nan listening, obviously, what a titty massage is. Well, I'm sorry, Aiden's nan. I'm actually a nice bloke, but... It's where a woman rubs her breasts on your back to give you a massage. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are they like lubed up or is it just dry breasts on your back? What, the fuck, what, are, you, what are you mad? Of course they're lubed up. <laughs> I was going to say. Jesus Christ. So that was Ryan's little London experience with a massage. When was this? Was this yeah, when was this? This was, I don't know, it was last year. Last year. So how old were you then? I was 18. 18. 18. Just right. about. Just about. <laughs> I just kind of picture like go like in Cornwall. Obviously, we have nothing like this. But I just couldn't picture walking into a massage. Going, All right, last, last, just get, get your tits safe. <laughs> I like a boob massage, please. Uh, I've come to London's a dodgy place. Yeah. <laughs> London is a bit weird. On Freshers' Week, me, Ryan, and Will, like a kid from our flat, started going around Manchester, and like I don't know why. Will went into every little... Do you know little dodgy massage piles you see on the yeah. side of the That's street? That's what I did. Yeah, you both went into every one of them just going in looking for prices. But, like, I felt like I was going to get stabbed if I walked down it because it was the most dodgy-looking thing in my life. But that's what I did, and I got a titty massage. I thought it ended up great. <laughs> Ryan's in there asking for happy endings, like... Yeah, fuck, of course you would. You're fucking right. If you're, if, you're, if you're paying for a massage, you might as well get one rubbed out in the end. <laughs> and I, I, I can't say that happened because it did. I fucking wish it did. <laughs> I would have been class. I'm sorry, Nan. I promise I'm learning stuff at uni. I'm not hanging around with just bad people. I promise. No, and I have to specify, like, I'm actually a very nice person. Aiden, Aiden's granny. Aiden's granny. And I, I love to meet you one day. So <laughs> She's not giving you a massage, mate. That's how it is. <laughs> um, so anyway, moving on from London, we're going to talk about a bit of a trip home from London this weekend because Ryan had a bit of an issue with the Megabus, didn't you, Ryan? Honestly, mate. I don't even know what to say. My feet grew about four different fucking sizes. <laughs> right, this, this, this bus was five and a half hours long. I'm sitting there sweating my balls off. I mean, proper, like, it was like Niagara Falls in there. I took my shoes off for a bit of comfort trying to get to sleep, which I couldn't because it was fucking roasting. <laughs> and when we got off the bus, or we're getting off the bus, I tried to put my foot back in my shoe. Now, I'm just going to say, I'm wearing the same shoes today, and I slipped them on with ease. You know, with ease, they went right on my feet. I, I sat for about five minutes trying to put my shoe on. Had to undo the laces and everything. 
it just wouldn't <laughs> go on. My feet grew. They were massive. And throughout the whole journey home, my feet were just fucking, like, throbbing. Oh, I think you got issues, mate. I mean, you, you don't know the problems until you have them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> Jesus, Ryan. So, um, like I said, there's a list on my phone of topics I want to talk to Ryan about. And um, there's this one here just titled Barry's Boot Camp. This um, happened, when is it, a month or so ago, Ryan? This is a banging so, story. My parents came to stay for the weekend, <laughs> and my dad's quite a big drinker. So um, he was having the pints, and Ryan, obviously, <laughs> being Irish, was like, oh, I'm going to keep up with Aiden's dad, I can do that. Which, to be <laughs> fair to him, he can drink. But um, <laughs> I was on the Hennessy. Yeah, we, we went for a few bars. You had, just, you had a pitcher and spoons. Oh, you? that was great, a porn star martini one. Yeah, and then you, had, you were drinking at all these cool bars, and then you were going to leave us, Ryan. So tell us kind of... What happened from your point of view? Right, so we were in a bar and I was ha- I had a, f- a double Hennessy and a pint and I'd already had a few other stuff. So I, I wasn't drunk, but I was, I, was, I was a bit happy, you know what I mean? It was, life was good. <laughs> and I was going to meet my cousin for his birthday and I thought we were going for a burrito, so I was really excited. And he told me where to meet him. So he, he was hyping this burrito up, mind. He, he kept going, I'm going for a burrito at this place called Barry's Boot Camp. It's weird <laughs> for a burrito place, but yeah. You're going to have this lush burrito I can't wait for. It. I'm going to have a small breakfast. Like He was begging this burrito up like <laughs> the whole day. Yeah, he was. So... I ended up getting to this place and I noticed everyone was in, you know, like exercise equi- like gear. I'm going to say equipment, exercise gear. My cousin was there, you know, getting ready. He was getting ready for this big gym sesh. And I have to say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not the most athletic. I can, I can do my part. But <laughs> so it turned out Barry's boot camp. I turned up to Barry's boot camp half cut, and. Yeah, you were wearing like probably like trout, like smart suit bottoms, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I, the people there were laughing at me. I, they had to give me like some secondhand shoes that was left left behind. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who would have thought of a name like Barry's Boot Camp? It was actually a gym and not um not a burrito place, right? But anyway, where I've, did you get a burrito from? I didn't he get didn't, a burrito. He didn't get no, a burrito. No, 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 but where did you get the idea that you were going for a burrito? Because he said we're going for a burrito. We'll meet at Barry's Boot Camp, and I was like, all right, that on. That, he thought that must be the burrito oh, place. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. I started doing this workout, and I'm telling you now, I I couldn't feel my legs for about five days afterwards. And I know I know people say that. I know people say that, but I genuinely couldn't feel my legs. Right, 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 Aiden, right, right. He ran half an hour on a nah, treadmill nah, and then did like some that. burpees and stuff. Nah, right. it's not like I'm, just, I'm looking. I'm looking at the website here, and I mean, this this is some serious. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not having this. There's about fourteen thousand people in this room. Right. Oh yeah, it's, ma- it's good. It's, it's mad. Right. On this, this happened on the Saturday. On the Sunday, I ran a half marathon through Manchester. And on the Monday, I was like, yeah, fine, brand new. Like, not, not even that sore. Brilliant. Ryan, on the Saturday evening, ran fucking 30 minutes on a treadmill with some burpees. And he was moaning like he'd just done like a 100-mile run. Aye, so, so, you're, so you ran like, what was it, like 14 miles or something? Not far, yeah, 13.1. So you, you, you ran 13 miles going slow as fuck. Yeah, but and if you're I, used to that, slow as, well. as fuck. That's like and I, I was doing all the fast. time. I was running one hour fifty three minutes, gang. I was running at an eight incline at full speed for fucking <laughs> half an hour, right? <laughs> half an hour. That, I think we worked it out. It was about four miles. I mean, going uphill at full pace. So all I'm saying is, I sprinted. So you did a speed run. <laughs> yeah, I sprinted for four miles straight uphill. Then I went down and was doing these jumpy things with fucking weights and They're all. They're cool burpees, run. Right? <laughs> I, I it was not a burpee, but jumping jacks. I wish it was a jumping jack, actually. But <laughs> These jumpy things. But my, my point is, like, you ran slow and far. I, I ran slow and far. I ran fast as fuck and not far. So we, we, we basically did the same thing. <laughs> it's just the same thing. A half marathon and a half an hour treadmill session. Same thing. But it is. Like, I ran, like, I ran four miles uphill and very fast. You ran 13.1 slow. Well, that's slow, Chief. I was pacing it. Trust 
we'll go out for a run sometime. We'll see how, <laughs> how far I get. Right, right as I did ever run, he ran to the co-op for some chocolate and he came back and said, mate, I don't know how you do that every day. That's fucking painful. <laughs> I really wanted a bar of chocolate out there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So um, the only thing I've got left on this sort of list now, Ryan, is just climbing cranes because you had a bit of a rebellious... Bit of a nightscape. Yeah, you were basically a B-Tech nightscape in um, Ireland, weren't you, Ryan? So talk about some of your climbing cranes. Why has my voice gone like weird? <laughs> talk about your climbing cranes experiences and um, how you once got arrested. All right. Well, as you say, I like climbing cranes. It was interesting. I, lo- I love abandoned buildings. I used to be. Get- I was very into photography, so I used to love climbing buildings and taking pictures and whatnot. This was actually, I think this was before. No, it wasn't before nightscape. But like it was in the round. It was you know whenever it started becoming popular. Like I was doing it for ages. Um, me and my friend, or a few friends, we decided to climb up one of these cranes down in Belfast, and I, I had a packet of crisps and a loaf of bread with me. So, <laughs> so we, we got to the top of this crane, and I, this was the first time I'd seen one of my friends from school in four years because he moved schools. This is his first time out with us. So we climbed to the top of this crane, and we were sitting at the top. I climbed out the edge of the crane the whole way, like I, I don't even know, what it, like the arm. Me, I'd shit myself. So I, I was, do I couldn't do it. So I was sitting at the edge, just chilling. I was actually raging. My phone died, so I went back to get my mate's phone to take pictures. Because I was scared. <laughs> I was, I was a bit scared to take my camera out in case I dropped it. Um, but then his phone died as well. So I was a bit. Does <laughs> <laughs> no one charge their phone in Ireland? <laughs> but then. Why is that like just crawling along the top of a crane like so far? If he slips these days, like, oh mate, my phone's. I'm fuming. My phone's dead. So I sat at the. What is the accent? I sat. Irish mate. Wait, hold on. Right on, climbing cranes. That's how you sound. Right on, climbing cranes. Right on, climbing cranes. <laughs> right, anyway. Audio listeners right. can't tell the difference then. So I'm I'm sitting at the edge of this crane, eating a fucking crisp sandwich, which was a pickled onion and monster munch sandwich. It was, <laughs> it, was it was, it was, it was banging. Like, I mean, this was a good sandwich. So I was chilling. Now, one of our friends who was meant to come up the crane with us, I didn't know this at the time, but he climbed over the wrong fence, and he then <laughs> no. <laughs> so he he then got scared halfway up the crane and left. Right, but the problem was when we scouted out the area, one of my friends he at the time he 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 did like he like an he was an electrician basically like yeah. he knew all this. Yeah. So we scouted it out for sensors and cameras, so that if we get past the sensors and whatnot, we just climb up. No one will know we're there. We take a few pictures. Yeah. We're not van- We're not stealing. We're not doing anything like that. We just literally want to take pictures. So he went to the wrong fence and set off an alarm, silent one, which we didn't know. He then got scared and ran away. So we were up this crane chilling for a good while. I was sitting eating my crisp sandwich, loving life. <laughs> and then on the way down, we, we get down to the bottom and the friend that I literally haven't seen in four years was with me. My other friend was uh, a wee bit in front. My friend in front seemed to have saw the police and didn't, didn't warn us. So he, he ran, he ran like fuck, he was gone. Like at Barry's boot camp, flat out. <laughs> Four whole miles and an incline. And then what happened was, I was going to run, but the week before I was staying at a friend's house and we decided to go out at four in the morning, uh, just chilling, and this police officer ended up taking us home because um, my friend was apparently jaywalking. That was bullshit, to be fair, that police officer was just being a bell end. But anyway, so he, I thought he recognised me because li- we were literally in his car like the week before. I, I don't actually have a lot of encounters with police, but it just seems <laughs> like it was in a short period of time. <laughs> but anyway, I thought he recognised me, so I was like, right, there's no point in running because he'll just look up my name from last week and he'll know where I live, blah, blah, blah. So I, I stay and we wait and we're just chilling. We're getting interrogated. We're getting blamed for vandalism and all this here because he found, um, he found like, do you know the masks you do when you're yeah, spray painting? Because yeah, yeah. we would go into buildings, like abandoned yeah, yeah. buildings with asbestos and stuff. 
and they tried to get me done also for going equipped and if you know what that means is I actually had lock picks on me at the time now I was he, he lives life sake. he's basically played Skyrim in real life you <laughs> see no, he is real life watchdogs like I wasn't intending to like pick pick the locks or anything I was just actually, a lock pick just for yeah, fun just for fun that's like saying oh, I had a gun on me wasn't intended to fire it mind <laughs> anyway um my friend actually who I hadn't seen in four years had some some marijuana on him so oh, he did oh yeah so I, I I didn't know nothing about it that's that's not for me not that I'm not into that stuff but he ended up he got put in this wee car like a wee police car and got taken away I don't know where he where he's going and I thought I was a bit hard done by here I got put in the back of what if you if you're from Belfast you'll know this but it was a paddy wagon this big massive <laughs> this big massive like armored fucking van so he he gets this comfortable wee car and I'm in this armored van with a bloke that looks to be an M16 sitting beside me <laughs> and. I think I talk, I'm good at talking. Apparently, I've been oh, told, he, he is good at talking. Been Brian to- talks to anyone. I've been told that I, I can talk to anybody. I talk shit all day. Fair enough. So I started. And if you've cha- not noticed, he's pretty good. <laughs> so I started chatting the way to these guys, and was just to be fair, I was I was trying to get myself out of it. I was trying to chat them up a wee bit, see if they'd let me out. And I yeah. want to come to a swingers bar. <laughs> <laughs> because they were, they said they were going to take me home, and I was sitting here going, right, me showing up at my my family's house in the police car. That's not at the top of my list of things I want to do so I was telling them oh yeah turn left here yep up over the hill you know I was just being really really helpful and when I got there they they actually said to my granda they were speaking to my granda they were saying if he wasn't so nice and so polite to us he was getting I was going to get booked I was going to be arrested but because I was so nice (laughs) they decided still wasn't in my favour in fairness but they they only brought me home and and spoke to my family which was really lucky for me now obviously being older with like looking for jobs and all that yeah. there like it would not have gone down well at all but so more of the story kids do not climb cranes for your own safety and if you are going to climb a crane don't bring a lockpick don't, yeah and don't eat a crisp sandwich on top of it That's, <laughs> you left yourself vulnerable eating charge a crisp your phone sandwich. so your mate can warn you yeah mate charge your phone so you take the pictures at least I had to lie to the, the police officer to get my friend off that you know <laughs> grim he was, honestly I don't know how I did it but he, my friend he would have been in such trouble Jesus um, anyway, Ryan, you mentioned your home now. Obviously, you're from Belfast. And I have been to visit with um, other friend from uni. To sum it up, lads, Ryan's a Tory. I am not a Tory. He's a massive Tory. He has a Porsche. We got picked up in a Maserati and taken to his house where he has a Porsche, another Maserati. Um, what else? A Jag. Um, there's a smart car done up for his dad's business. It's, mate, how are you not a Tory? I'm just not. <laughs> like His parents had like a suit shop that they, it's like they basically run... Belfast. I felt like I was in the Peaky Blinders where like <laughs> his, they know everyone. He took us to this like Ryan obviously dresses he has no in between. He either dresses like a bum or really posh because obviously his parents own a suit shop so like he's got access to all that stuff. And when he was showing us around Belfast he went to these like went, we ended up going to this really like, the most posh hotel I've ever seen in my life. Walked straight through into this like little vault where they had all these oh, watches yeah, in. And like these, these watches like oh half a mil quarter of a mil. Jesus. Like, Ryan has contacts, mate. Ryan has the... He has the people to get older. <laughs> here he is at Salford Uni, eh? Here he is. <laughs> oh, not for long, anyway. <laughs> not, yeah. not for long. Anyway, Ryan, so um, in conclusion, we're going to get back to sort of uni now. Obviously, you haven't enjoyed your uni experience. How would you say it's been worth the... Not nine grand a year you're paying, but like how much are you in debt now? Like five grand? No, you haven't got, you know, you haven't got a maintenance loan, so... Um, two and a half, three grand? Yeah, probably, probably two grand, Mark. Was it worth it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> it's worth it. What was the what's been the best bit of your uni experience so far? 
Um, you kind of put me on the spot here. Um, best best bed. Swing spot. But yeah, I mean, I was about to say the gang bang was 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 decent. Um, <laughs> would you just say like the whole amount of experiences you've had in this very short amount of time? I say I'm trying to think of something specific. See, Ryan is like one of the best friends to sort of have because. Do you know, like, your back oh, of your head, you're jump, always like... Jumping in the keys. Oh, right. yeah. Like, yeah, do you know, the back of the head, you're always like, I want to do something really spontaneous. Yeah. Ryan will. Like, if you just say, oh, should we go to Paris tomorrow? He's like, yes, let's go. <laughs> like, let's go now. Here, actually, no, I'm riding off. We should actually start booking flights. Or yeah, we're trying to go to Paris, <laughs> but I've got 45 quid to last me a month, so I'm pretty... <laughs> I don't think we could do it a bit yet, cheap. But yeah, um, yeah, jumping in the keys was pretty good. We did that. If you know Manchester and Salford area, there's, like, the keys where you can swim in and stuff. I'm going to sneeze in a minute. It's going to really annoy me. Um... <laughs> I'm really on the border of sneezing. I try to talk. Uh, yeah, it's gone now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like the keys and there's like bridges and stuff. And what was it like? One in the morning, Ryan got up, got up in his little swimming bottoms and jumped into the keys. Absolutely rebellious, rebellious young boy. And our friend G jumped in after, and <laughs> she jumped in from lower down. But the cold water shocked her so much she couldn't pull herself out. Oh, to be fair, it was hard to get out because the water. It yeah. was about a foot and a half, two feet. Below like uh, the edge, wasn't it? Yeah. So in, unless you're able to pull yourself up, even I wasn't. I like I got halfway and had to get pulled up. Like, well, like, I was filming it on my camera because obviously quality content. Oh, we got to keep filming. And she, everyone was laughing. And then mate, the, the, there was just a shift in the atmosphere. Where, like she couldn't get out. Like she, she was just like <laughs> in there laughing, but she couldn't get out of the water. I was already fucking bollock naked, getting changed at this point, and she couldn't get out. And I was saying, "Am I gonna have to jump in here with my wanger out and fucking save her?" <laughs> It's, like, it's cold, I promise it's not always this small, lads, I it, promise. It, it was Baltic, in fairness. It was freezing. I wouldn't have recognised myself. Anyway, anyway, before Ryan goes, we're all going to do it again, and we'll um, whack it on the Nine Grand Year podcast yeah. page. We'll get us to do it. Anyway, Ryan, do you reckon how long we've been recording for? Um, 43 minutes. I think that could be all right for today's episode, Ryan. Has you got <laughs> anything you want to add to the um, equation? Any finishing notes or summary of uni? Any tips for people if they're like thinking about it, or if they're coming, or anything like that? Uni shite and don't be silly. Protect your willy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> good advice. Good advice. Life advice there with Ryan. So yeah, um, I guess the takeaway from Ryan is uni isn't for everyone. So um, don't what don't feel bad if you get to uni, you don't enjoy it, or yeah. you're thinking that uni isn't for you. There's other options, isn't there, yeah, Ryan? There's always an alternative. You'll if you really want to get somewhere in life, you there's there's different roads. Like you can go the motorway, you know, and just go straight. Or you can take the wee scenic route and go around the side and have a stop off at an ice cream shop on the way. You take the old town road. Die, please. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, realistically, Ryan's, like, family friend dropped out of uni, and he has a McLaren now, doesn't he? Yeah. Exactly. You so can you can do anything. Anyway, lads, for this week, that is all we have. Thank you, Ryan, for coming and joining us on Not the podcast. Problem, yeah. I've been Aiden. And I've been Matthew. You've been listening to the Nine Grand a Year podcast. Hello. Until next week, goodbye. See ya. The Nine Grand a Year podcast with Aiden and Matthew.